Hi everyone, welcome back to Behind the Timeline, the podcast where we examine pop culture in films, television, and books across the ages. As always, we are your hosts, Lindsay and Scott. If you're interested in finding out what we've already covered or what we've got coming up in the future weeks, be sure to leave us a follow on Instagram at Go Behind the Timeline. Check us out on Twitter at Behind Timeline and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Additionally, links to our Patreon and our official website can be found in the episode descriptions if you would like to support the podcast. And now, on with the show. But Wait, was it you that accused me of watching Big Little Liars the other day? Or Big Little Lies the other night? Big Little Lies is one of the best things ever on TV. Do not besmirch it. Big Little Lies or Pretty Little Liars? No, it was things. it was Pretty Little Liars. And you know, someone... PLO. It's a different... No, I know. Whatever. It, it's about lies. It's on HBO. Somebody fucking yelled at me about, like, dude, are you watching that right now? And I'm like, no, I share my HBO with, like, half the people I know. Did it premiere? I have no idea, probably. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Is that I the don't new know. PLL is out? Because I'll get on that. <laughs> Yo, the, no, I've said it before and I will say it again. The fact that we now, like, we live in a world where there are R-rated reboots of Pretty Little Liars and Gossip Girl on HBO Max at the same time. It's like, what a time to be alive. By the way, it's July 28th. All right, okay. All right. Um, for Pretty I Little Liars. I shit you not, I'm putting it on my calendar. I'm like, my, my physical calendar right now. <laughs> because it's on the on the wall next to me um guys pretty little liars is great scott whoever's giving you a hard time for seeing it on your i don't remember who it was so it clearly was not you (laughs) i would never give you a hard time i would say scott i'm also not fantastic can we watch together on watch party pll's the best unbelievable Uh, it's so good and yet so bad and degrassi's coming back also on hbo max which is another great boon to society so All right, let's do this. You know what was really hot? Hmm. The end of this show. Oh my God. The instant white hot wild. This was not written by, by Kripke. It was not. This one is the first first one I think without Kripke on the mm-hmm. on the titles. Um, this is the Boys season three episode eight, The Instant White Hot Wild, written by David Reig and Logan Ritchie, and directed again by Sarah Boyd, mm-hmm. um, who's doing great. I love her. She's my new favorite. I'd be shocked if she wasn't back for four. Same. I definitely think she will be. The show has definitely like i'm just gonna start this review up by saying that i'm turning this whole thing up to an 11 as predicted like this came through as much as i expected it to this finale was fucking awesome but were you happy are you overall happy with this season oh yeah i totally am i i this this show has a, a a thing about it like it i treat this show like football where like i'm i'm literally yelling at the screen i i love this this season i don't think I am like struggling to say that this season was better than season two. Then the really? only reason I'm saying that it is better than season two is the powers side of it. Getting to see them actually go toe to toe with soups. Uh, and you know, like even the playing field a bit, I think that added this extra layer of like, dude, now they can do some legitimate damage and they're on this like 
even playing field because I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've been waiting all season for Starlight to use her powers. So is she. And she just keeps getting shut down every time she tries. So it was this episode was such a good payoff. It was. I thought it was great. And I definitely thought that this season was better than season two. But I, as I say every week, I think that every episode of the show is better than the prior one. Season over season, episode over episode. I just think it keeps getting better. So I, like every new episode is my favorite episode. I don't know if I would say this was my favorite episode, but this. Oh, I would. I thought this was better than Herogasm. I think every episode is my new favorite episode of The Voice. I don't think I've ever had an episode that I felt like actually it wasn't yeah. better than the last one every time. It just gets exponentially better. The show is so fucking good. Well, so, okay, like, and you have it right here in the beginning. The everything about, and I'm going to let you talk about this because it's, it's like more your side of things, um, is like how annoying the Kimiko and Frenchie stuff is. But, um, I, I still came away from this episode not giving a shit about like Frenchie and I on I, I personally think that Frenchie and MM's storylines this season were the weakest part of this. Totally. If I had to find a weak part of this, um, of this season, it, it was a hundred percent MM and Frenchie. Yeah, I'm turning it up to eleven, but it's still not without its faults. I agree. Yeah. But let's let's get into it. So. It's the big finale, and holy shit. Newman traded Ryan's location for the VP spot and gets exactly what she wanted. Things in Vought Tower are worse than ever, with Annie's most recent Instagram Live having a major impact and resulting in Maeve's escape. Homelander's getting desperate and kills Black Noir, putting any thoughts of rebellion out of Ashley, the Deep, and A-Train's minds for now. Hashtag Huey Light is back together and working with the boys to go after Soldier Boy and Homelander, but Butcher and Maeve only have eyes for Homelander. That is until Soldier Boy threatens Ryan, and then everybody, even Homelander, is ready to fight Soldier Boy. In the end, the boys are back together in a new democracy, Soldier Boy is back on ice, and Homelander shot somebody on Fifth Avenue. But will anybody care? No. And honestly, like... <laughs> the answer is, told ya. Well, no, no I know. It's so, like, before we go into anything further, I want you guys to know, I you guys know I don't get real worldy serious very often but the end of this episode genuinely terrifies me because of how true it is yeah seeing the entirety of this crowd just being like fuck yeah dude it's just like it's terrifying that all of these people are just like behind him and like they they are like fucking here for it they were dude there were so many people in the splash zone for this like no fucking kill and i'm just like Everyone was fucking here for it. Yeah. It, no, I mean, I good. I'm glad you're scared. I hope everybody who watched this is, because I can tell you that a not insignificant part of the population felt that way when Trump said that five years ago and that he could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and, and he said, and people would still vote for me. I wouldn't lose any votes. That was the quote. The, the other thing that like blows my mind is like, not really blows my mind, but it, it kind of comes to a head now is there is no leverage over Homelander now. There is zero leverage over Homelander now. Yeah, there's people who think that Starlight's telling the truth or whatever, but clearly there are pockets of the population who just don't give a shit. Let me back us up real quick to, like you said, uh, Frenchie and Kamiko, and let's just kind of talk about like the boys 
I thought it was weird that like, I, even though I really, really liked the she's a maniac scene, I'm like, Kimiko, just because you're like accepting that you're going to have these powers and fight to protect your family doesn't mean that you have to like it so much. Like, yeah. you could have found a way to like, you know, not kill everybody and still tie them up. Like, why can't Kimiko fight like really prolifically with a set of handcuffs against all these human guards? You know what I mean? Like, they're not super powered. Yeah, she could have Captain America this. <laughs> She could have very easily Captain America this. Like, I would have liked that better as her her character arc to be like, I'm going to protect my family and I'm going to try not to brutally murder people so like, much. Value life. See, that's that, I think that's where I'm just like, dude, why? Because we saw her, like, want this easy, normal life when she's at the, the fucking amusement park. Mm-hmm. But then, like, now that she has her powers back, she's just like, no, I've got to be what I was, like, supposed to be. No, you don't. Like, don't. You don't have to do that. I mean, I'm I'm here for her to have the powers and be fighting. I just don't know that she has to be like yeah. so fucking stoked about it, like doing her little dance and grabbing a pair of scissors to like brutally murder all these guys. And yeah. I'm like, you know, they could give Kimiko like a trank gun and she could just clean up house. I just don't know why there <laughs> wasn't like, you know, or since she likes, you know, she doesn't really use guns very much. Give her just a bunch of trank darts that she can use instead of oh, scissors yeah, that and run around sick. the room stabbing dudes in the neck with a trank dart. Like what's, I just don't understand why they feel like they need to murder all these VOD employees who are ostensibly like pretty innocent. Like to be fair, Frenchie's like in their lab making an illegal nerve agent. Like I understand why these people like whose job it is to prevent that are, are showing up here. It's not like it was Homelander. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think at the end of the day, that's kind of what bothered me the most is like, most of the people that she like i mean yeah the security that ran in like all that shit like that i get that because that's her job but i don't know there's like a lot of innocent people in that building still like regardless of like what they're there to do they basically are labeled like yeah we're supposed dude see this is what's so like good about this show is like it makes it hard to root for the people you know you're supposed to be rooting for but you don't want to root for like Homelander to have this emotional sympathetic moment where he's got like a brief second of clarity. You're like, dude, who am I supposed like who the fuck is supposed to be like the hero in this show? That's what's well, and do heroes exist? Yeah. The show would ask like us to to ponder. That's why exactly. it's so smart. That's why it's so well done. All of these are like totally valid questions and it's not the show doesn't give us a black and white answer, but it is intentionally posing the question. Like I really like that like how thoughtful the writing is in the show to mm-hmm. get us to think about these issues because yeah, I was very sympathetic to Homelander and very not sympathetic to Kimiko in this. And yeah, it was weird, right? Like it's yeah. just like a super crazy 180 to what we saw at the beginning of, I'm going to tell you right now, this show took me on very high and very low moments with like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I never thought that the low, like the lowest thing I think I've ever seen Homelander do was make that girl kill herself earlier in the season. Yeah. Oh, definitely yeah but then now i'm like oh my god dude like this sucks (laughs) like i fucking feel for this dude right now also i called it with a train i fucking called it with him jumping back in line yeah you did you absolutely did and it was kind of shocking like i can't believe that he's just gonna go back to vod like he just goes back to his brother and he's like hey let's like it's fine come work for vod again you can still volunteer in your free time it's like a train what yeah he really was in it for himself the whole time and like the most human thing that he can do or his perception of what it is to be human is to like invite his brother to join him and i'm like 
Yeah. No, you don't get it. And like, I don't hear, like, I want to know, I mean, we kind of do see it from his side of things anyway. Like he just wants to be back in the spotlight and, you know, be on top and shit. But like, what actually would have been his plan for his brother? To be his coach. He was previously employed by Vought, his brother. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah, wants yeah, his yeah, brother yeah. to take his job back, which A-Train could easily, I'm sure, very easily say, and my brother's coming back to coach me. Oh, yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. Especially with Ashley trying to push this, like, back in the saddle narrative. Ashley doesn't give a fuck. Ashley just wants to not have to replace another member of the team. Which she now has to replace four. Uh, yeah, she does. She has to replace Maeve. Supersonic, Starlight, and, and, and Black Noir. You're right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Actually, since the very first season, we have not had a full seven. No, we never have. That's actually kind of crazy. I know. Especially for how much of a problem I feel like that should be for Vought. It's kind of been stuck. Oh, yeah. Well. Like an imagery thing? Well, they had all seven with Starlight up until Translucent disappears in episode one. So, yeah, fair enough. Um. But Translucent wasn't officially off the team in like a people in the public know about well, that until yeah. the end of season one. Right, when everybody found out. Yeah, ostensibly there was a full team for all of season one. And then, I guess, and I mean, that's why they put on the show in this season is to get the, like to get Supersonic in there. But he never even really became a member of the seven. He was dead like right after he was announced. Yeah, Translucent spot has been open pretty much this whole time. Um but when you think about it from like a public perspective, it's really just his spot that was open because Lamplater retired and then they put in Starlight like nothing bad happened. Right. The, they weren't the like a scandal eye. or whatever. Yeah. From the way that it's seen publicly, which is true. I mean, he did just retire or they moved him for whatever reason that they did. But um, yeah, it's really just translucent spot that's been open up until now because now they and a train back and forth. Right. And the deep back and forth. Yeah, Actually, to be A-train. fair. They were always kind of like on and off. They were never, there was a lot of back and forth for them in season two and one. Actually, yeah. Because Deep was gone for most of season one. I'm, yeah. You're right. I, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I Deep forgot was about gone it. for a lot yeah, of it. Yeah, he was. This was the first episode where the Deep didn't fuck a sea creature. I want to point that out. I believe. I, th- I think this was the that first one this season. Yeah. That we, that we weren't treated to it. <laughs> it's the first time you got fucked by an inanimate object looking at you, X's book. What? He got, oh, dude, this his book is gonna, wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. This book is going to fuck him over. In too deep. Yeah. I thought that was so clever. Dude, mm-hmm. I lo- like, it's so dumb, but like, I just, I thought that was so funny. Well, it just shows how, how much she was behind his book to begin Entire with. Entire image, show. yeah. Yeah, that it all was just her anyway. Because um, he's weak enough to be manipulated literally by everyone around him. He's so dumb. He is a fucking idiot. And... I'm betting that he, like, I think what's going to happen here is that, like, the degree to which he's an idiot and how much she actually was probably right for bossing him around, because he Mm -hmm. is a total idiot, uh, will be revealed by how fucked he's going to get now that nobody's managing his PR and that she's out there working against it directly and seems to be relatively smart. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think he's going to get absolutely fucked. And I think Homelander might dump him as a result because he's, like, totally dispensable to Homelander. 
So I'm wondering whether he, like, what his future on the seven actually looks like once he starts to have the bad PR. Because if you're making us look bad, then fuck you, but maybe not. I don't know. But I continue to think that there are weird marriage and the whole thing with her is going to matter in some way in the future. And it might, it might be that he's not able to keep himself on the seven without her. I think it's going to be interesting to see because we saw during the like cast selection and everything for like, who's going to win the show or whatever. Uh, Starlight really wanted, God, dude, I can't remember her name. Um, the silver, silver Sable or something, whatever the hell it's her name not was. Silver Sable, but it was the rip on because silver Sable is an actual comic. Oh, that's right. Person. You're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're right, you're right. I know it. Um, <laughs> she is the rip on that though. And I can't yeah. remember her name, but it is the rip off of Silver Sable. Yes. So I think it's going to be interesting because Homelander up to this point has been vehemently against like diversity applicants. Like, um, Homelander's racist as fuck is what you're he, trying to say. Well, basically. Yeah. But like, he doesn't, it's never like. I don't know. Like it's he tolerates like A Train, and I don't think it's ever literally like come up as like a racist thing for A Train. But then we get um, it did the, with Stormfront. But well, yeah. with Stormfront it did. But um, then we get two plot. But go on. Shit! What is? <laughs> I'm like no. <laughs> no, no, I know, and I'm not. I mean, he like he went along with it, so you know he is. Um, but God, what was the blind kid's name that he just like takes his ears away? Uh, the, the, the blind hero was, I do not remember, but yes, uh, Homelander is, uh, is bigoted in all of the ways. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting in season four to see what kind of team he's trying to put together to replace all these people who left. Like, is it just going to be men? Is it going to be like he's going to try and find a manipulative or a a strong female that he can actually just manipulate. Is he going to actually have to start listening to Ashley with like who they should bring on? Like it's, I don't, I think it's going to be really, really interesting to see like what kind of team he now tries to build. I think, um, I think that you are missing a huge piece of this. I I don't think Homelander is going to rebuild the team. Homelander just found out that Mm. the team is not his family, which is all he wanted them to be. That's why he wanted them to be there. He's just determined that that is not what his family is. He now has Ryan, who will absolutely be on the team. And um, let's just call a spade a spade. You know, Homelander is is a satirical parody of Donald Trump. Full stop. And Trump don't work on a team. So I don't see the team being rebuilt. I don't see that being the plan. I think that's a good point that he's not going to rebuild the seven. I think Ashley's going to find a way to spin that to be like Homelander is the savior that we need. Like maybe, maybe that's how they turn this around because now, I mean, like, I don't know because now they're going to, what if they just like move into this realm of like, we don't even need other soups. We just, we have Homelander and then Homelander can train Ryan to be Homelander 2.0. So like, what if they just start like slowly stepping away from other soups entirely? 
Well, we know that that's like what Edgar wanted. Um, yeah. The question now is what does Newman want, which we'll talk about at the end of the episode when we do kind of predictions a little bit for next season. We'll talk about her. Um, but in terms of Ashley spinning it, Ashley's going to do whatever Homelander wants her to do right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's joining the good guys right now any sooner than the deep. Like she is scared. Shitless. Oh yeah. 100%. Um I think that Ashley's going to and and honestly it's like I've been saying this whole season. Ashley and Homelander, they don't actually have to do very much at this point. The ball is now rolling. This the uh the storm chasers that he shot somebody on Fifth Avenue. It's it doesn't matter anymore what they do. They don't have to spin anything. This vocal minority is going to spin it for them. Mm-hmm. They don't have to do anything. Just like Trump didn't have to really do anything. He just sat back and let crazy people turn the world inside out. Maybe like, now we'll get up. to see like other news channels too. Like people who aren't, they're like, dude, how are you guys like not seeing that this is a bad thing? Like other news, you know, cause like we've only ever seen Vought news. I am dying to see CNN. <laughs> dude, I just want to see Please. something else. Like someone Somebody who- <laughs> put on the BBC, son of a bitch. Like I It just makes it seem like Vought controls every station of media. Which that's I I don't know. But it doesn't because they specifically only show VNN and they talk about your he says to Starlight when she does the Instagram live in episode seven, you're gonna stomp right down to VNN like it's in that building. It's in Vought Tower. Yeah. You're going to go right down there and you tell everyone that this is insane. Um, it's all, it's, it's like if Rupert Murdoch just owned like a giant phallus shaped tower in New York and just ran <laughs> everything out of it, but there were superheroes. Like, it's just, it's just that. You know, what's funny is this show does make like for how great this show is. It never once have I been like, I think compound V would be dope in real life. I've never once thought that watching this. In real life, no. No, I know, but like... Well, because I think if we watch the show, this is what Compound V in real life would look like. That's what's exactly. so about this. Like, of course right. we would have wanted it would be the show. Because, like, I want, you watch Iron Man, and you're like, dude, I'd love to have an Iron Man suit. Or, like, fucking, like, I would love to have Stormbreaker. I would love to take Compound V. I just wouldn't want it to be like this if it was just me. Right? Well, but that's the thing. It makes you more of who you already are. So, yeah, like, I'm great. We, yes, <laughs> you are. <laughs> Lindsay's the only one that gets compound V, guys. Just me. All of our hopes rest with her. Just me. No, I wouldn't fucking tell anybody. I would hopefully have Huey's power and just steal a bunch of money and live my best life. I wouldn't tell fucking anybody. Hell yeah, neutral powers. good. Yeah, a hundred fit. No, no, a little bit like more like a chaotic neutral. <laughs> Actually, like, yeah, that's true. Chaotic, chaotic good. I def. I don't know. I feel like. I think you would do. You'd be more inclined to make to help win like the smallest situations like you yeah. saw somebody getting their purse stolen or whatever you just beat the shit out of the person like dip out or whatever but you would never be like i'm gonna stop this bank robbery like no you wouldn't i wouldn't do that because i'm probably the one committing the bank robbery i would be but, robbing the bank though that's why i say chaotic neutral i don't know that i'm chaotic good i think i yeah. would do whatever it takes for no one to find out about my power and for me to have like a really incredible lake house <laughs> I just, that's kind of like, I'm like, how do I beat the economy with compound B? Anyway, the point is that uh, Ashley had to take that wig off in front of everybody. And I just like, don't know that she, 
like the grains of good that are in Ashley, you see it when she doesn't, she and the other Ashley keep Maeve's escape. Delete the video. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you know that she like, ultimately she wants to do the good thing, but she's She's like way too fucking scared now. Well, and here's the other thing. The other Ashley also now knows that this video exists. Okay. Right. So I don't know. I feel like this opens up a lot of, for Ashley being so solo and like running shit by herself, she's giving a lot of trust to this other Ashley to not say something about this video. That's a huge secret to keep from Homelander. Yeah. Like, because they don't know that she's depowered necessarily. They know that all the herogasm heroes were, so they have good reason to, to suspect to that. assume. Yeah. Well, and no one knows that soldier boy survived. They only have the video mm-hmm. of Maeve being put in the van. No, but it's Vought that put soldier boy under the first time. And this time. Oh, I thought the boys found him. Oh, no. Sorry. I'm mixing up the scenes. Sorry. No, no, yeah, no. The you boys right. find Maeve and put her in the truck. And then we see her later with Elena and she says that she's depowered and that they're going to move to a getting farm Getting an somewhere. eye patch. And getting an eye patch, which I hope that we see Maeve back and fighting with an eye patch. I don't think um, we will. I, if, if there's no, one I thing I want done. from this season, I want to never see Maeve again. I want someone to get a happy ending. And I think she deserved it because she fought I do too. for it like should mm-hmm. we tackle Maeve and then we and then jump into Ryan yeah, and everything I think we should Ryan's the biggest part of this because yeah. this is where the episode's gonna fall apart fight <laughs> with you so hard about this I but no I god Maeve is so great I love when she says like she's the one who says there's no such thing as a hero yeah but she was totally the hero she was and I think that shows like yeah her lines at the end were really cheesy and she's like thank you you saved me like dude okay come on like let's settle down you're still made but like it first of all ashley's plan to move mave has to be the dumbest thing any person has done in this show ever Okay, from like a logistical, she's definitely yeah. breaking out standpoint, or from a wh- from a dude, she's totally breaking out. They were coming with a search warrant to look for Maeve in Vought Tower. That's why they moved her. Like, what? Right. I don't know what other option they had. No, but like Homeland, I don't know, dude. Like, if he had actually, this kind of like fell together perfectly because Homelander was off finding Ryan. Yeah, he if wasn't Homelander there. had been right, if he had been there. He probably would have had A-Train go down and kill her or like gone down and killed her himself and like hit her or something, but he wasn't there. So this actually like, okay. Well, or Homelander would have transported her. Right. Or he would have taken her out or something. Yeah. Yeah. It would have, he would have had a different plan for sure, but he wasn't there just the same as had he not been there when they got that phone call from Starlight, they would have evacuated the building. Homelander stopped them from doing that. Um, and then Huey saved everybody, which was great. That was a very good mission for Huey later. It was very save good. Save everyone on the intercom. And I like that they cared about the civilians because obviously that's like a very real world meta thing of like in superhero mm-hmm. things. Like, but what about the 2000 people that work in that building? For real. So, which totally yeah. got, I'm surprised that building is still standing totally. with the nuclear blast mushroom cloud looking explosion that occurred right outside the windows. I don't get how that building is still up. I know, right? <laughs> it that was crazy. That was that was some awesome CGI too. But I mean, back to Maeve. Like, 
she also did come through on her promise of I could probably get a couple good hits in. Yeah, she did. But here's the thing about that. I'm going to I'm going to kind of like temper this a little bit. She only got these hits in because Homelander was not taking it seriously. As soon as he was like, "Okay, fucking knock it off." She was done. She did not stand a chance. He actually like dropped her. Well, he never used his lasers. Yeah, he did. I noticed that. She blocked him with uh, her Wonder Woman things. Oh, okay, sure, but he didn't try it again. Oh, well, like, yeah, he didn't do it never. We've almost never seen him throw a punch. True. So he used it. It was actually really nice to see him throw a punch this season. I did really like that. Yeah, well, and they kept the fights inside, right? Like, we know, Mm. like, we noticed in Hero Gasm, like, he never this season had an opportunity to fly 50 feet above everybody and just, like, rain down lasers. (laughs) Yeah, it's just fucking (laughs) wrecked. Which is exactly what would happen, right? Yeah. So we never got to see that. Like, you know, we haven't seen Homelander at his peak of really, like, every time that we've seen him get his ass handed to him, even marginally, there have been some crazy circumstances. Cause you're right. He was like, not, he's like, stop, seriously, come on, we have other shit to do. Like, he wasn't all the way invested in that fight and he was definitely yeah. distracted. But still, it was she nice to see that Maeve could punch him and it moves him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was nice to see how strong she really is. She stabbed him in the ear with a metal Starbucks straw. I kind of can't believe that he, like, came back from that so quickly. Yeah. He just got stabbed in the brain. Well, and I think the cool part about it, too, is that metal straw amplified, like, his hearing. Because it would have, like, focused whatever he's listening. And you hear it when she stabs him. It's just like, like, super tuning fork level shit. I'm kind of so- shocked that that didn't like disorient him for a minute. It did like he it looked more like he was just like caught by surprise that she stabbed him. Oh no, I think he needed a second. Mm. I think he needed a second for sure. He was like cuz she had a second to like talk to the others. Yeah. Um also I do like your note and I didn't realize this until reading this just now, but I do think it's really fucking interesting that it it was Maeve uh being kidnapped and not Homelander openly admitting to killing Supersonic that yeah. pissed the public off. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's crazy. It says a lot about Maeve. Yeah. Speaks very highly about how much people loved her. And and we know that from when she talks to Starlight in season one and actually Stillwell, right? Like I bet you watch Queen Maeve's movies and loved her, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she has the inclusive kingdom. <laughs> so... Oh, when she calls it the uh the lgb teens oh my god yeah yeah (laughs) i i did think that was interesting though and i wonder if there's like an off-screen explanation like when we talked about last week that like well he didn't say he said what i remember about that night he didn't say yeah i did kill supersonic right he he was like i remember from that night i told you what would happen there that the same thing would happen to huey yeah, it, he didn't say, yeah, you're right, I killed Supersonic. So I wonder if there was, like, that wasn't strong enough to overcome the deniers. And yeah. the Plus they have thing, hard evidence that Maeve is missing now, so. Well, not just that, but he actually admits to taking Maeve a lot more clearly than he admits to Supersonic. Because when yeah. she says, like, you know, you kidnapped Maeve or you've done something to Maeve, whatever it is that she says in that altercation. He doesn't deny it, yeah. He says Maeve got what she deserved. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say Maves in rehab, <laughs> like, Ooh, and, and yeah. so yeah, it was actually a lot more direct about that. So yeah, I thought that was really cool, and 
I just couldn't believe like power to her, but I was like screaming at the TV when she threw the nerve agent out the window. Oh my God, dude. Okay. So I want (laughs) right up until Ryan pulls his bullshit. That was the part that pissed me off the most about this episode. You were mad at Maeve? Yeah. I was like, dude, come on. Like, holy shit. Can someone just see the big picture here, please? Yeah. Like, what did she think was going to happen? Like, no, Soldier Boy will be our friend and then everything's fine. Yeah. Hold on to that. Like, your argument doesn't want to be like, but after we kill Homelander. What yeah, are we for doing real. Boy, right? Like, I just, I don't know how that didn't come up all season. Of like, like Nor's dead. The cartoons are not going to come in and give them like a happy ending. Well, they don't know about Noir. Uh, doesn't the Deep know about it? Because when he's talking to Homelander, he's... No, no, the Deep and A-Train and Ashley, they all know, but Maeve doesn't. The boys don't. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, because I thought that was really fucking weird. Not weird, but, like, I just thought it was really interesting to see his hypocrisy, like, perfectly showcased when he's, like, when he's berating A-Train, he's like, dude, you killed one of our own. And then it's just, like, Black Noir's mask is right there, and everyone's like, bro... There's a quick shot of A-Train looking at it. Yeah. And he just, so, and that's why I said in the summary, like, that they're not thinking about Revolt for now. Just yet, yeah. I really think that's going to be the long game for A-Train, and I just think that we need to wait patiently for, next season's not supposed to be the last season, right? Two more? Uh, All I know right now is that four was confirmed. I think I read that they're planning for five. Let me see. Which would make sense to me. Like, but I think that'll be the long game for A-Train. I just think it's like, it's like winter. It's like, how long has it been coming for? We'll get it mid to late 2023, but there's no confirmation on whether this is or is not the final episode or the final season of The Boys. I think there's going to be five. Uh, I don't know. And I said it last time. It's the, if the fourth season is all about Ryan becoming Homelander 2.0, I don't know how much more we can do with the boys to to like really do anything about that i just like completely disagree here's the other thing i disagree with you about i scott tried to tell me listeners he thought the ryan situation was bad writing and i demand now that you explain i did not say it was bad writing you did you said i hate ryan and i said why do you hate ryan the character or do you hate like yeah, the ryan plotline is bad writing for the story and you said it's bad you said it's bad so explain to me so, scott why this was not good because i'm gonna tear it no apart. and that's fine and i i knew this was coming um first of all the the whole thing about Homelander like coming to get Ryan and that I also don't get him leaving Mallory alive. I don't understand that. But that's whatever. Um I'm gonna just stay quiet and let you let you explain yourself before I tell you count, count <laughs> the ways. <laughs> um <laughs> So I honestly do like my biggest problem with all of this really is Ryan. If Ryan had literally just listened to them and gone downstairs, the it, they, it would be over. They, they, it, they'd be done. They would have won. The world would be a safer place, right? Like, 
Homelander would be dead. Yeah. Uh, all of them would like Butcher would be dead and Maeve would be dead or whatever. But that's like, they were all prepared for that. Obviously, Soldier Boy would have walked out of there. But Ryan staying and blasting Soldier Boy was like on par with annoyance to me of Maeve throwing the nerve gas. But so this is still my question for you. Did it annoy you as a thing that the character did? Or do you feel like it was bad writing? No, I think. Okay, so I did answer that incorrectly. Um, I'm trying to understand what you're saying. Because I'm like, what fucking 10-year-old do you know that would listen to that in that moment? So Who had all these powers and was being told how great they were. And like, I'm like, that's like the most real thing I've ever seen. So the reason I don't think it's real is every single one of those adults except Soldier Boy looks terrified. What 10-year-old would see adults with powers terrified and not get the fuck out of there? The only people who ever, who are there for you left in the whole world are about to die. He doesn't know that. That's the thing. Like, Yeah, he does. That's what they're, that's the point. Like, that's the, no, totally. I'm not surprised at all that Ryan doesn't leave when they tell him to. No fucking way. Neither would have any of our adult characters. I mean, I I don't know. I just, (laughs) Yeah, and Ryan just lost his mom. Of course, he's not going to walk away. Like, of course, he's going to try to help and save his family. That's what the show is about, Scott. Saving your family and making sacrifices and taking risks in order to do so. How do you not see how good it is? I will be vindicated if a single person agrees with me. (laughs) But that's the theme of the show. Of course, that's what he did. No, like, I get it. I understand why he stayed. I understand, like, from a writing standpoint, Ryan had to be the thing that made Homelander, like, dude, we're going to fucking work with Butcher right now. I and, like, love that Soldier Boy they look ha- at each other. And yeah, like, and they're yeah, just like, fuck, fuck. It. I get that part, okay? That had to happen. I knew, and I've been saying this for, like, three episodes, that Soldier Boy could not survive this season. We We can't have him come back. I can't believe you were right about that. I was so disappointed. I, was I know. Like, I really kind of was, too. He could still come back from the ice, right? <laughs> I do oh, like sad. that they, he didn't die. He just got repopsicled. So I did really like that. Um, yeah, I he's don't, still a, a piece on the chessboard. He's just in timeout. I don't think, given what he did and the calamity he caused, I do not think we'll see him again. I think when all this comes to a head and like Vought Tower will crumble and he'll be like killed in his chamber or something, they'll do something about that. I don't know. But here's my like, and I'm going to let you like continue to prove me wrong because that's what this show is about. Um, I think my biggest issue out of everything is why couldn't Butcher have just done what Homelander did? And no fucking kidding. Dude, I just like I th- that's my biggest issue. It's not even about Ryan, it just involves Ryan. It, like all home This really is Butcher's fault. If you really think about it, he put by him yelling like I can't stand the side of you because I see Becca. He said like, after after what you did to my Becca, why would I want to see Want to look at you. Yeah, like Yeah, why would I want to be here? Fuck you. I'm leaving. And then, I don't know, like. But I just, as long as we're on the same page that that's in character for Butcher. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it's not obnoxious, but like that investment is what makes it good. No, and I am. I 100% that's a, that's be, that is 
beyond the core personality of Butcher. He didn't even tell Huey about V24, although props to him for knocking Huey out. Oh, totally. Well, and here's the thing. I think this is what makes it so in character for Butcher. Like, this is what he's always doing to an extent. He even does it when he leaves home and leaves Lenny. But it's like he's trying to do the right thing the wrong way. And it was the same with Ryan. Like, not being around Ryan was for Ryan's safety. But it was like we said during that episode, our critique of that was... Just say that. Just Just say that. This kid is old enough and has seen enough at this point to be told shit is real. He accidentally killed his mom. Like, can you not say something more than go fuck yourself, kid? Like, I. Well, he just, he can handle it. Like, he could have handled knowing, like, I can't come back for and see you for a while because things are super fucked up and you have to go into hiding. But I still love you. Like, and that's the, that's the bottom line, right? Is that Homelander, when he shows up at the start of this episode in an enormously enormously sympathetic moment is like everybody's tense right everybody's Mm -hmm. like what the fuck oh my god what are you here to do and ryan is just like just like homelander because now ryan is an orphan he's abandoned yeah yeah and very much like homelander is like looking for family and he's like but aren't you mad at me and because he's like not mad at homelander he's not really that yeah. Thinking like he, I mean, he has seen Homelander do bad stuff, but like he's now alone. And after the way Butcher treated him, like this is kind of it for him. And he's like, aren't you mad at me? And Homelander says, no, I will always love you. And I will always be here for you. So here's the other thing. He really hasn't seen Homelander do bad things. Just attacking, like, because he did kind of attack his mom, right? That's the bad thing he's seen Homelander do is attack Becca. Kind because of. remember when he kills Becca, he's trying to kill Homelander, and he has this, like, gigantic burst where he kills everybody. No, he's trying to kill Stormfront. Oh, shit, you're right. It's Stormfront. Homelander's not her. even there. Fuck, you're right. He's um, never seen. So, that see, that's why I'm saying the writing right. is so he good. He sees it's... Homelander fight Butcher, but now yeah. maybe he thinks Butcher is a bad guy. You're right. He's he never does. really seen Homelander do anything bad. And on top of that, what he has seen is Homelander get cheered on by the, in the only public space that Ryan's ever been in, which was in Vought World or the or the Vought. Oh, outside know, of Vought Tower at the thing. Yeah, the rally. No, at, at the, the restaurant. At the restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it yeah, was yeah. like uh, with Stormfront, right? And he gets super overwhelmed, but he sees everyone so in love with Homelander. And it's at mm-hmm. like the Hard Rock Cafe, but it's like the Vought Rock Cafe. The Vought Rock Cafe. Everything <laughs> is the Vought something, dude. Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, yeah, but um, some somewhere in the, in the Vought family is the only public space that he's been in and everybody loves him. And he's only Mm -hmm. seen this like super positive stuff. And I'm just like, not, I'm like 0% surprised that he sides with Homelander. I think it makes perfect fucking sense. All he wants is to be loved and he's an orphan and he has one father figure who tells him to go fuck himself. And now he hasn't seen them. And then he has aunt Mallory and Homelander's like, that's not your aunt. Like, that's the head of the CIA who's taking care of your ass now. And it's so much like Homelander being taken care of by the government in these secret spaces. Well, and and here's the other thing. Yeah. This whole episode was about family and being with your true family and shit. But at the same time, Soldier Boy says exactly what I've been saying since the reveal. Um, he doesn't see him as his kid. 
He yeah, just sees him as a that, fucking huh? disappointment. Yeah. And that, yeah. I mean, that's like verbatim what he says to him, but he doesn't see it that way. He's just like, I dude, think you're we a piece both of shit. said that actually yeah, last we week. Did. That it would be Homelander that cared about this, not Soldier Boy. Yeah. Uh, I think actually it was you that was like, I bet you anything it's going to be Soldier Boy is just going to shake this off and not give a shit. I think actually Soldier Boy um, exceeded my expectations, where wherein I think had it been. Um, different circumstances where like Billy or, you know, Butcher, Billy, Mm -hmm. Billy, I've never called him Billy. Um, (laughs) That was weird. Where Butcher and everyone else is like, I hate Homelander. But then like Soldier Boy couldn't really see why. I think he would have sided with Homelander. I think Soldier Boy actually made a decision for himself to be like, no, I can tell it you're a piece of shit. He didn't just take that on face value. Like he made that decision for himself. I think he would have sided with them if things had been different. Because he's like, no, it's Maybe if I'd been here to raise you, but it's obviously way too fucking late. And I actually really liked that that moment in the show because it, it it exceeded my expectations, which were that he'd be like, I fucking care that they used my sperm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, like yeah. whatever you want, you like I thought it would be like as long as I still get Noir dead, then sure I'll kill this guy. I don't care that he's my kid. I thought right. it would be more cold like that. This I think was more thoughtful i think if homelander hadn't been an asshole he would have reneged on the deal with butcher and sided with homelander oh for sure for sure dude i think somewhere in the middle yeah i think a big part of it too is he became so disillusioned after waking back up again like crimson said she didn't give a shit about him and his whole team betrayed him so this whole thing of him like i want a family someday like that's not a possibility for him anymore and he probably is more like I can't stand the sight of you. You are what is wrong with what happened to me. And I'm going to start over kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think it's interesting. Like there, the, the differences between he and Homelander's reaction to finding out that like their team wasn't their family, but Hey, I have this other family, but fuck that says soldier boy. soldier boy was like fuck like you guys yeah. it's interesting to see the two of them react super differently to that and i think the reasoning being like soldier boy had parents right like <laughs> yeah he did more <laughs> or less grow up regularly. like yikes yeah. um yeah i totally get i totally get ryan i totally get all of his choices he just wants to be loved just like homelander and butcher honestly he fucked it up dude not only did he fuck it up earlier in the season, but I think he continues to not be good enough. And this was what really surprised me was how much I really sided with Homelander in this final fight where it's like when Ryan gets hit by. Oh, Boy, Billy just stands there. Yeah. It's yeah. It's Homelander who is screaming his name and runs right over to him and who ends this whole thing. It's just like, no, like Homelander fucking puts a stop to this over him. And Butcher is like looking at Maeve, like, do we kill the kid or do we not kill the kid? Like, what do we, how do we handle this? Like Homelander has no questions and it does not make him a good person. It does not make him the person who should have parental responsibility over Ryan, but it does make him the person Ryan should logically pick. Right. I don't see any reason for Ryan to do anything except go work the person who obviously cares about him. Butcher, I know it's not it's not necessarily his fault. It's all of his issues and all the yeah. rest of it that stop him from being able to like demonstrate love to Ryan, but like god Any damn it, emotion. would I I would also go with Homelander if I'm a ten year old boy in this position. No, and I get that. And you I mean, obviously we definitely see it at the end. Um with everyone 
seeing Homelander kill the, I think they call him a libtard. Um, <laughs> yeah. But when her, Homelander shoots somebody on Fifth Avenue is what I'm Yeah, and he basically. They do call him a libtard. <laughs> he said, believe Starlight. Oh, that's right. what it was. It was that yellow shirt that said, believe Starlight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I, I am shocked by anybody that did not see Ryan smiling at the end of this coming. Yep. I like if anybody was like Ryan's going to be appalled by this. No, you're dumb. Well, so okay, let's think. Here's here's you know who's responsible for all of this. Newman. Even though it hurts to say, who? No, it's not Newman. I'm just kidding. No, it's not Newman. Um, it's uh, as far as the Ryan stuff goes, it's Becca. It is Becca. Because Ryan knew she tried to make him into a good person with things like I have to put a quarter in the jar when I say hate. Look how long that lasted. Yeah, for but like real. Ryan, like if there's anything that I know about the world, and is again what makes the show so fucking good, is that like you have to be informed mm-hmm. to be able to be good. It's not just these surface level things or like not we don't do our powers. We don't talk about that stuff and we don't say hate. And it's like, okay, but it, as Homelander fucking told her in season two, he's going to go out in the world one day and not know what the shit to do. And so the only real things that he knows anything about anything about, cause she didn't teach him what it really means to be good or why we are good. Right. So what Ryan has heard is like all of this like white genocide shit from Stormfront. Oh right? yeah. First of all, like first thing he ever heard from someone that he didn't grow up was with indoctrinization was this, from the oldest soup who happened like, to be a Nazi. An actual Nazi telling him about white genocide. <laughs> like and he's like, really? And he's 10. So of course he's gonna go with this, right? And she's a superhero. And like, you know, it's not as though Ryan didn't know about the soups. Remember, even the microwave meal or the oven meal, ready meal that she was making in that one episode. Oh, it was like the Homelander something or whatever. It was the the Brave Maves vegetarian lasagna. Oh my God. (laughs) That's what it was. (laughs) But like, he's aware of them and she's a superhero telling him this. And then they go to Vought World and everybody loves them. And everybody loves Homelander and there's movies about Homelander. And he's only really seen this like really good stuff about them so of course he's not appalled because what happens after he lasers that guy on fifth avenue everybody cheers Mm -hmm. and ryan is 10 so of course he smiles too and this is his dad and all he knows about the world is that everybody loves his dad ryan doesn't understand any intricacy about politics ryan doesn't watch tv like god becca even says like i miss getting the news doesn't she yeah she's like i miss knowing what's going on Ryan doesn't know shit about fuck. So of course he smiles and cause he, cause that's what happens. We're not born with an innate understanding of like alt right supremacy politics. Well, no. <laughs> and I mean the first, the first voice he got other than his mom's it was right to fucking Stormfront, And the first thing that she tells him is it's okay to use your powers. Yeah. So And this is what I'm saying. Like I mi- I mixed up what I meant when I answered you. It's not the writing. It was the fucking things he did. Yeah. No. Good. It's well, and that's it's what I call like the Umbridge effect. Yeah. Umbridge is an incredibly well written villain, and we all hate her, but it doesn't mean that she's not great. 
for men. No, I know, it. and I I don't hate <laughs> I don't hate Ryan. I was like, what do you mean? This all is so brilliantly done with all these like all the themes of the show wrapped up. I couldn't think of a better way for them to use Ryan towards the end of this uh, than to really show what indoctrination can look like and what these kind of influences can look like. And I do have one question though: How did Newman know where he was? Newman works for the government. She fucking figured it out. She got she pulled strings and she that's a hundred percent believable to me that a senator could go find that absolutely yeah. government are the ones hiding him with Vaught. This has been a thing that's been going on forever. She's with he's with Mallory. They know where he is. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. that's a good point. Totally. Again, that's, we come to the conclusion of this fucking episode, and I still have no answers about her goddamn daughter. I can't believe that. Okay, so things that we didn't find out about that kind of blew my mind. Um, are the daughter and also Edgar. I We were so wrong in predicting that we'd hear about that. I can't believe we didn't see Edgar. I know. Oh, I was so upset about that. Blue. I, I'm shocked. I really thought there would be some kind of reveal. I think he'll have to come back and fix all the damage that Homelander just fucked. Or uh, uh, Annie's most recent Instagram thing just fucking tanked Vautstock. He'll have to come back now. Yeah. Well, and I wonder how there's... Did we remember how they said Maeve died? Oh, no. Saving Stopping Soldier Boy. Stopping Soldier Boy. Yeah. They yeah, said yeah, that yeah. she gave her life to stop the terrorist or whatever the fuck. However they worded it or something. But So I wonder how that shakes out for Vought and like people who thought she was kidnapped. Are they now proven wrong? Because that helps oh, Homelander yeah, a lot. Oh, yeah. Because that helps Homelander a lot. That was like their... That was the fallout of Starlight's video. Otherwise... Like, if they resolved everything with Maeve, then they're pretty solid. Like, no one was mad about Supersonic. So... No, and here's the thing. All they have to do is say that um, Starlight was secretly working for Soldier Boy. And that Maeve mm-hmm. had gone undercover to try and find out what Starlight was doing. And that's why they made the story of her disappearing. That's all they have to do. All, yeah, and it, it discredits Starlight and, and it completely brings her back up. Yeah. Well, and Starlight's done, which I really liked her mm-hmm. burning of her outfit and everything. But yeah, that was cool. Except the stars on her shoes. I love the stars on her shoes. <laughs> we'll get to her. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I we predicted a lot of wrong shit. Um, yeah, we did. <laughs> but but continue. Just a few last things about Homelander, I guess. A lot. Some of this we've hit on, but. I really, I felt really, really bad for Homelander when he killed Noir. Like, oh, I was like, Wish. so did I. Yeah. That I was, was like, the last person that was actually like there for him. And he just, like, that was the last person to let him down, I guess. That was the last little nail in the coffin of these aren't my family. Or like, yeah. these people aren't my family. It was such a wake up call for him. He was so genuinely disillusioned and crying. And like Anthony Starr is so good. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, I just I couldn't believe like I was kind of like tearing up with him. I was like, I get you like that's awful. That really sucks for you, Homelander. Yeah. Like you just wanted you just wanted everybody to love you. And everyone's always scared of you. And also you're he, a sociopath. And, and he was like, so oh. happy when he walked through the door. He was oh my God, so excited to see him. I know oh, it was like really hard to watch. Honestly, I felt really bad. Um, and then later, like he just looks so weak, which is what Soldier Boy said. 
Like this made him seem weaker oh, than yeah. he has ever seemed, even though yeah. he would fuck all of everybody up. Because again, he has been so constrained by like the location of these fights. Like if you really threw it out there with Homelander, he would wreck. But he seems so weak and just so desperate. And I'm just like, I don't know. But you know what's okay. weird? I don't know. I'm trying to remember the fight, but why didn't Homelander just fly out the window and throw Soldier Boy into the air? I mean, I think he was fighting Maeve, and that's why he was like, fuck off, like, like later. Oh, I, yeah. He was, like, aiming to do that, kind of, and then by the time it would have been his shot to do it, Maeve did. She does. It is a pretty sweet tackle out the window. Yeah, that's her move. So may have cut him to the chase, I think. Um, But also, I just think it was like it was so it was quick and it was moment by moment. And it was like. Remember, Butcher was fighting with him at first, too, and then he's distracted. He's trying to take care of Ryan. Like, I don't feel like at any point it's like he has total control over that fight. No, not at all. Definitely not. Especially when Butcher rejoins it, too. Yeah, and, and it's Ryan plus the indoor space. I'm telling you, if this fight was happening out where the one against Stormfront was last season, everybody's dead. Oh, thousand percent. But and I gets- think that's smart for them to do that. Kevin, do you hear, do you hear Kevin scream? I do hear Kevin. His little paws are under the door. <laughs> I fucking love that cat. He's so sad. Anyway, go on. Sorry. No, I just, I think it's smart for them to do that because it does constrain homelander it keeps him in this box of i there are rules i have to follow kind of thing it's a handy little plot device to it's keep a little him. handicap yeah yeah a little handicap on homelander and it and it's like a totally fair one i like it a lot better than like oh i've been weakened by a kryptonite or whatever the fuck, yeah right? i do like um, that i like that it it it's not part of the plot really except in that it's where they are and the plot demands that. Yeah, they just happen to be there. It's they not just like they happen to be inside. Yeah, yeah not... they didn't like pick that. Like, oh, they're can't fly in here. <laughs> no, it just like that. Just it evolved that way. But we do see another shot in this fight, which again was a very cool looking fight, of Homelander doing the thing that I think gives him an edge, even indoors, was where he gets knocked back by Maeve, but he's like kind of flying even as he's getting knocked back. Yeah, so he's a lot of. Did you notice that where he has uh-huh. a like, quick ability to recalibrate? Yeah. After being knocked back. Really he does like it at Hero Gasm too. He tr- yeah. well, he tries, I guess, and then Soldier Boy grabs his cape. But he no, he does. He gets thrown through the air and he corrects in the air. And we talked about it after Hero Gasm. That's right. Um, That's right. But yeah, very cool. And then I guess the last thing, and then we'll talk about like Huey and Starlight. Yeah. Annie. Is uh, the the family thing like suddenly this is the Fast and the Furious? Oh my God, I know. <laughs> it's, it's all about like what makes a real family, right? So we have like Homelander and Mallory, and how are they family to Ryan? And how's Butcher? Um, Butcher says that Homelander isn't really Soldier Boy's son, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. I mean, and it all comes down to that, too. Like, Soldier Boy is like, you're not my kid. Uh, Realizing that Mallory isn't really who... And it does. Like, all of this was like a parallel between Soldier Boy and Homelander. But then we start seeing, like, how similar Ryan is in his upbringing to Homelander. So, Mm -hmm. this family thing... I I still think the theme of this... Like, definitely the theme of this episode was family. 
A hundred percent. Yeah, I think increasingly this the theme of the season, like really seeing it in this episode. Yeah. I was like, oh, I get it how this has been creeping up on us because we've seen Huey talk about his dad and um, obviously like Butcher with his brother and his dad and he and Huey being each other's found families and ultimately yeah. kind of all of the boys. Frenchie and Kimiko and you thought it was little Nina and that's not the life he wants and all that stuff. MM and his daughter, A-Train yeah. and his brother. Um, the deep and his fish yeah the deep and and ambrosia ambrosia God. well and they're and they're divorced though to an extent right yeah i think that's kind of what it's implied honestly everyone has kind of a fi- except for ashley i guess has like a family thing and there's also is the team my family yeah and are the boys my family or the seven my family um and just how important it is that Homelander, who's like the most powerful being in the universe or whatever, you know, whatever he would call himself, I'm sure. Yeah, he's the man in the sky. Yeah, that he is so defined by who his family is and that it can dissolve him into just like nothing. You know, yeah. seeing him cry, like I was welling up was a little weird. bit with Homelander. Yeah. I really felt for him. I feel bad for him. I felt... so like the whole part with soldier boy berating him i was like dude whatever like i get this but the part with with black noir is really kind of the part that i was like dude what the fuck are these emotions right now it really was tough to see and like we've seen him like talk to mave and oh there's just he just wants somebody to love him and now he has ryan and and i really liked how he handled the fight and how he prioritized ryan in the fight honestly Mm -hmm. part of me is like you should have him he is your kid yeah like why shouldn't you right i just it's i don't know i i mean that's a terrible question right like obviously he shouldn't he's a psychopath but like i just i i definitely noticed that like of all the adults in that room homelander cared about him the most and when he grabs homelander's hand and says take me out of here he does and i don't see why he would go to billy like at no point was butcher like but what i said before was to protect you i'm sorry about it even if that had come out of his mouth this might be a different conversation but like it doesn't but your sucks yeah even homelander somehow knows how to show love in a way that butcher doesn't and that's fucking says a lot i think the reason he does is because he knows what he wants or what he wanted and so he can give that to ryan because that's what he never had right right and then billy's just like I'm made of stone. Fuck yeah, he's you, just, He just doesn't get it. He doesn't... Yeah. He's, like, totally unable to do the right thing in the moment as a character. Yeah. And it sucks. Like, because absolutely Ryan should be with the boys, but he always should have been. He should have always yeah, been with Lucky sure. and not Mallory. And, that, but, and the, you know what? That's the other difference between him and Homelander, and I know I'm defending Homelander, and it's fucking weird. But, but truth? Like... Homelander would have never given him to Mallory. No, not a chance. Homelander would have changed his life in whatever way was required to take care of that kid. And I'm not saying he would have done a good job or is a good role model. He's um, like evil. But I just really understand why Ryan makes the choice that he makes. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I think it's totally unambiguous that that's what any 10 year old would do. I really feel like it's logical for him to go with him. And I think it's fascinating because if there's one thing we did not predict for future seasons, it's that. So who is it that says the line about doing better than their fathers? I think Huey says that. I'm pretty sure Huey says it. 
Man, so Huey, this episode was something. Ten I out of ten. That. Dude, I, I've said it since the show started, but I love Huey is like literally one of the best characters ever. Not just in the show, just like in general. He is. Like he is I loved him this episode. I will say, I actually for like a split second fully expected him to take 24 again. For like a oh, split second. I was like, too. dude, he's gonna do it. Cause part of me felt like that was a good idea still. I don't know. I know. Why. Yeah. <laughs> I would one hundred percent end up dead. Like, See, I but just... he he wasn't showing signs. Like even Butcher wasn't really showing signs this episode of like this is gonna kill him. I mean except for the rag to his head where all he was well, like seeping yeah. fluid in the beginning of the episode. Out his, of his brain was head. filling out in the opening yeah. scene. I guess that's true. Never mind. <laughs> I take back. No, I, dis- I disagree. <laughs> but I am glad that he went the route he went. And it was really nice. First of all, his whole conversation with Annie in the car. I don't think they're back together, but I think they understand each other now. I think they're back together. I think it might be a little bit awkward footing. And I think their relationship might be in a different place now that like she's on the team like i think now they're really she's officially a boy well and i think it, it's a lot like what frenchie and kamiko said before right like even though they're less together than annie and huey are but yeah you know they're more than that now yeah i, I guess that's cool. true yeah they're huey light i yeah, yeah hashtag huey light forever but yeah i loved their car ride i love that that's who he called like that even though they're going through their shit like they still love each other and that's what family really is anyway right like true you still show up when they call you because you just got knocked out by a butcher and left in a gas station like you still come and get you like even though we're fighting yeah for real that's family right (laughs) i know we're fighting but uh i kind of need you to come and pick me up (laughs) real quick i don't have any money i can't call an uber are you around (laughs) right exactly and I really liked their comfort. I liked when she's like, I told you so. I fucking told you so. And I love the pizza roll callback to season one. And like no powers required, just keeping the roof over their head and keeping the pizza rolls hot was enough for his dad to be a hero. Like what a nice message. I do reflection for Huey to have after having so much resentment of him. Well, and I think that's like why it's so important that Huey is still at the center of this show. I, I think it is important yeah, to is. show that like everything revolves around the good or the bad that happened to Huey. And in this, it was, it took getting to the point he got to with 24 and more or less losing Annie for mm-hmm. him to be like, this isn't the right way to do things. Like, yeah, I helped in some way, but you got to pick and choose like your battles and you got to see things like I think Huey and Annie are the only two that see the big picture. I, I'm just I'm going to say that right now. I, I think they're the only two that see the whole thing. It wasn't Huey the one that says we got to get these people out of the building. Yep. And I loved that. That's the contribution that he makes, which is you're right. Huey's the center of this whole thing, including all of the thematic stuff we've been talking about this whole season. Mm-hmm. Right. So remember in episode, I think it was five when they free soldier boy or they, no, when they kill one of the, whenever they kill countess, um, oh, that's talk, five. they free him in four. 
Right. Okay. Um, we talked in in that episode about like you know which Huey do you want? Do you want Huey that's like good for stuff, or do you want Huey that's like all weak and pathetic? Right. Yeah. And honestly, going into this battle in this episode, I was like, Huey, you don't look so good. Like I don't know how <laughs> you're gonna participate in holding off Soldier Boy and Homelander, a well friend she creates this nerve gas. Like I don't know how you're gonna be part of that plan. But he was because he evacuated everybody and then he cranked up the volume cranked for Starlight the later. Lights, which was dude. Such an awesome pick. Like that was so cool. And I, I think it's all tied into the themes about family, right? That he really realizes, like, okay, my dad was a hero and he didn't do anything crazy. He just like did the right thing. He just like held it down. Yeah. He right? did what he had to do. The writing in this show is orgasmic. And yeah. and I love Huey's clarity that I think like as an audience we're supposed to have and Huey represents us on what it means to be a hero is mm-hmm. that and Huey says it and all the other characters have been debating it all season and Huey says we save everybody yeah even it's not picking and butcher. choosing it's yeah we save butcher yeah because it like before that I mean, Frenchie and MM said it they're like butcher is everyone's problem now they were looking at it as like dude this is a fucking issue but no, Huey made great choices. I'm so glad that he didn't take the V. I'm so glad that Starlight finally got her, her powers. Yeah. <laughs> Shot down in every episode. Her literal moment in the light. Oh, and she flies. Oh, that yeah, was dude. Very cool. That was pretty fucking sick. I was I was here for all of this. Yeah. Finally gets to have a hit in. And like also, yeah, her power does suck because that's so much electricity to need to To just do that. Yeah. Yeah, but imagine what she could do if we get a really big fight where Homelander's able to fly, but they're in fucking Times Square. That's a lot more energy. That would be sick. I'd be right? fucking like, here for that shit. There are places in their home setting of New York City where they could do some shit with Starlight's power. Yeah. They just need to put her in Times Square. Um, yo, two more seasons, no question. Um, all right, so let's talk about Newman. Are we ready? Let's Do we have go. anything else before we talk like no, predictions go. and like the big so okay. <clears throat> I think so this was some shit. I couldn't believe when this was the reveal that that's what she wanted. Because it was like I the, my first watch through it was like I got it that the deep was killing the VP pick and that it would probably be Newman. Like I got that, but it didn't really settle in until the end of the episode because there was so much else going on. And also I was like somehow not expecting the deep, even though we saw the pool. I don't know what about, and it's like immediately after the scene where Homelander's like, go do a thing for me. And he's like, that's treason. Yeah. Like, I don't know how it didn't like a hundred percent click, but it didn't until the end of the episode. And I was like, son of a bitch. Like, ugh. Here's like the craziest part about this is now we're going to watch the candidacy in season four. Yeah. Which means it can't be the final season. This is what I'm saying. If the next season is all the election. No, I think the next season will be because remember there was a year gap between two and three. So I think we'll come back with her fully instated. No fucking chance they don't take the opportunity to do an election none i bet you anything right now i bet you panda i bet you panda i bet you panda dude there is no fucking way that they don't want to show the election on tv what sensible show skips its election season 
what show have you seen that is like, and next season the election's just over? People who want to move past it, I guess. Who which are, who are those people? I haven't seen no show not take advantage of that opportunity. Election storylines are great. Are you kidding me? There's right. no fucking way this show doesn't take the opportunity to satirize what will effectively be the 2016 election. No, I think what they'll end up doing is like the first two episodes will be about, I think it won't, I don't think the whole season will be about it because I think it's going to be more about Homelander now de facto leads the country. Like he basically would, I, Newman will win, she'll become president or vice president and then something will happen to the president and then she'll be instated as the acting president and then he'll basically have the president in his pocket. That doesn't sound like a season of television to you. I don't think it'll be the whole season. I think the I think, I think the whole season will be him basically taking control of the country. Mm. But I don't think the whole season is going to revolve around getting to that point. I think there's more to show. I'm, I mean, obviously they're going to show it, but I don't think no, they'll spend the whole season. Election night is episode six of season four. I'm just saying right now, for the record. <laughs> I bet you, Panda, episode six of season four is the election. It's the is like election night. I fucking call I'm calling it right now. Although we've been wrong about so much. I was gonna this say, like, I don't even know why I'm trying to predict shit anymore. Like we've been so off about everything. I feel like we've got a long way to go with it though. I'm really excited that this is what she wanted in exchange for Ryan. Yeah. This this I was like, oh shit. Like I thought it was about like, well, cause she approaches him all like, Hey, pull your shit together. Like you need to be this, this way and that way on the campaign trail. And actually it tracks now. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, she does need him in line and she wants him to, uh, hook her, her up with the VP spot. Yeah. In exchange oh. for Ryan, which I'm like, Oh my God, she is so evil. Well, and Edgar said it, he taught her to, to play both sides. So yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised that she was not acting from a place of like weakness or fear with Homelander that she re- like she is in control and I think that's kind of one of the one of the major changes from the end of last season to now. Like that this season has given us is that she actually is one of the most in control players in this show right now. Yeah, definitely. She is more powerful than Stan Edgar was by magnitudes. Oh yeah. Definitely. She doesn't just run Vought. I mean, it's tit for tat, really, because what is she going to, what can she give Homelander now? Or like Homelander can give her tons of shit. She can give Homelander everything if she's vice president. I mean, Homelander just shot somebody on Fifth Avenue. I don't think he needs some government cover. I don't know. I, on some level, like I, even if, even if the people support him, he's still just murdered somebody like on camera. I would be That's shocked if back. she doesn't wear out her usefulness by the end of next season. Well, so that's what I'm saying. Like, if we, th- I, I guess that's my overall argument. Like, if we're thinking end of next season to wear out her usefulness, then we're for sure that's not the last season of this show. Yeah. I think Homelander survives season five, and next season is all about politics and the election. And then it really comes to it in like potentially a shortened season six. That's my prediction. Even um, four whatever yeah it'll go through it'll go through the election i'll go through season four and then season five will be the last one um but i could watch the show forever i thought this was great i really liked the a-train menthols oh my god dude 
All of the product shit in this show is fucking hysterical to me, dude. Like, well, it's like you can't even advertise cigarettes, so it's not even legal to like have like. There's a reason there's no like Marlboro Man on TV anymore. Yeah, right. You're not supposed to be able to even like do that. (laughs) It's just like the things that like become products in this show are so fucking funny. Like, I completely forgot that it was a vegetarian lasagna queen or brave Maves vegetarian lasagna or whatever the I'm fuck it was 99 sure that that's right that shit is so fucking funny it's to me hysterical and it's so real yeah because that's exactly what would happen and um i liked the soldier boy got kicked out of boarding school oh yeah like last little hilarity so he mentions that that he gets kicked out of boarding school because i was a boarding school kid mm-hmm. and i'm like it's not that hard to get kicked out especially back in the day but still lots of people have been kicked out of boarding school and i thought that was funny i like that i like that frenchie demands a paid vacation in a dental plan oh yeah a dental plan yeah (laughs) i thought that was great i like frenchie's like standing up for himself he's like he wants a filling um and my favorite my favorite joke of the episode is when the deep is talking about his angelfish? His plan, yeah. And he says, my angelfish, that's what I call analytics. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm telling you, he is like a gold mine of stupid shit. It's so funny. And, like, the way that A-Train rolled his eyes after. Oh, I know. I think it's because, <laughs> like, he's been around him so much that he's just like, bro, I seriously just cannot fucking stand this it's guy. It's like everyone hears this, like, all he ever talked about is fish. Like, yeah. <laughs> so funny. The Deep is the best. I hope that he's in the show forever. And I love uh, the actor whose name is escaping me right now. Oh, yeah. But he plays Nate on Gossip Girl. Um. Oh, does he really? Way back. Yeah, in the original Gossip Girl. He was one of the main characters. And You know me. I love Gossip Girl. Well, we all you know, love us some like early 2000s WB programming. But anyway. Oh, my God. I do have uh, one question for you, and I think it's because I've only watched the this, I think, like, once or twice. Where is the registered sex offender thing? <laughs> okay, so when there's uh, the TV clip of the Storm Chaser rally. Yeah. It's the, and it's, I think it is VOT News, but it's, like, the bottom, like, the ticker, like, the text oh. that goes along the bottom of the screen says, Storm Chaser who accused Starlight of child abuse is a registered sex offender. <laughs> fucking a dude to which i say yeah no shit (laughs) that's amazing i can't believe i missed that that's hilarious yes it is i saw that and i was so happy it's this it's all just so good it's so funny i think they have so much more to satirize yeah that i can't imagine they don't have another couple seasons in them like this is just the beginning i just love it it's this is like I can't wait to see what happens to Homelander. I at this point I'm I'm more interested to see what happens to Butcher with this new democracy right, we, with the boys. Well, but we didn't talk about that though. Butcher's going to die though. Butcher ostensibly only has a couple of months left. So are we what where do we think everyone's Not left if he takes off with B. the if- Not if he takes right. full V. 
Right. So this is what I'm saying. Like, which I think now we see that Huey isn't going to boo. No, I don't think he will. And it does kind of suck because we have been kind of like low key hoping for that all season, but like predicting it and just like trying to manifest it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just like making it happen. I made all this shit with A Train happen just by putting it out in the universe, but not like. <laughs> no, I think he'll end up taking Compound B and making it permanent. Yeah, because I don't see Butcher dying. I don't either. There's no way you can do this show without Carl Urban. I mean, if they do, I riot. You could. No, if they do, I riot. I like Carl Urban, and I don't feel like they're going to kill off Butcher, but like you could. Carl Urban is life. Yeah, he's really good. Amr. Him and I uh, couldn't believe that was him. And actually, always like it, I'll see clips of him, and I'm like, dude, that's the first time I remember seeing him as like an actor. Yeah, same. But he looks different in different stuff, right? So Well, yeah, he looks totally different as Black Hat and Priest than he does as Amir. I've not seen Priest. It's a movie. It's the most movie. Um, It is definitely a movie. It's one of those things like when Paul Bettany did a bunch of like random action thrillers that weren't action thrillers. Like he did that and then he did Legion. I didn't watch either of those. Don't. I don't plan to. I <laughs> Legion's the one with the creepy ice cream man that turns into like a weird spider thing. Anyway, I think we are finally at the point where the world has waited long enough. What is your ultimate review of season three? I'm turning this whole situation up to an 11, including Homelander as the villain shocker for you guys <laughs> i the thing i've said every single episode yeah. continues to be true i have very little else to add to it for than what i've already said like i just think this is i think it's so good it's so 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 good and i mean even compared to the like sidebar honestly brilliant satire that is the streaming wars special of south park oh my god i need to go watch that it brings man bear pig back to oh, the yeah. South Park universe, which is my favorite thing in South Park because it's how Matt and Trey publicly apologize for being like rude to Al Gore. Not rude to Al Gore, just fucking morons. Yeah. <laughs> being assholes. You guys were wanting my help, and now you but, just laughed at me. Yeah, they were like, climate change isn't real, fuck you. And then they were like, oh, sorry, guys, whoops, I do. That's like, our collective sure. bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but even though that was, it was really, really good, and Matt and Trey are back on their satire, I'm like, Mm-mm, nope, this is the best. It's so real. It's so well done. And I just love the way that the boys' universe exists in just, just a click over in the multiverse from where we are. It it's not I think what makes it so brilliant is that like some people say, oh, this show's so on the nose with its political stuff. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, it is, but it's because it's it's just it's satire, but it's just a click into sci-fi. Just barely. It's just barely not our real world. You know, you don't and and I think it's so smart and such interesting commentary to say, you don't actually have to change fucking all that much. And it's all still the same crazy shit. Oh, yeah. Well, and the biggest part about it, too, is, like, to keep it in that, like, almost there, almost right outside your door level of, like, realism. That's why we don't have heroes like Tech Knight. Right. Because they want to keep it grounded. Where, uh, Although I would love to see Tech Knight in the show because his, like, 
thing is fucking hilarious to me. Isn't he just Batman? No. Batman was Black Noir. Tech Knight is Iron Man, but he has a masturbation like complex where he has to like try and fuck everything around him. It's it's so there is some weird. stuff from the comics that I'm not sorry we don't have where people say like it's so much more insane and I'm like yeah in a way that seems like yeah. less smart. Oh yeah, like I don't know you how know they I would mean? bring that in. Like there's just like there's no reason to have that. I just and I think that's a big part of like why they don't bring Tech Knight in is like there's no reason to have that. But also like I feel like the show is smarter than the comics from what I understand I of the I comics. I 100% agree. No, but I I overall think that the show is like very very yeah. smart and has been getting better and better exponentially since it started and I cannot wait for it to come back. I can't wait to rewatch this already. Like I just I have nothing but good things to say about it. Um, except for the marginally negative things that I've already said about Frenchie and Kimiko's storyline this season. But I think for some we have like that. I feel confident that we are. They yeah. seem like they've accepted their roles on the team. And I don't begrudge them a storyline in which they give Frenchie and Kimiko some character development that causes them to stay. Because otherwise we'd probably be sitting here wondering what they're doing here. No, and I, I just get think that. it was done shittily. I think I think it could have been done in a way that wasn't like, oh, she loves having these powers again. Like what? I even if they kept it like that, which that just was a little bit out of left field, but it was like the little Nina stuff that I didn't like. I just wish they could have gone on this journey, like while working with the boys. Yeah. I mean, it amounted to nothing. That's I think my biggest problem is the whole little Nina thing really didn't need to happen. Nothing. Like she just walks away, she just disappears, and she's gone. Yeah. I hope, God forbid, that she comes back. No, I, I. It wasn't even that much screen time, though. Like, overall, this was still an 11. That's oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it wasn't perfect, but this was an 11 for me, for sure. No, what I'm behind you. What did you give it? The same thing. I'm behind you all the way. I know it sounds like every episode I'm nitpicking the shit out of the show, and I am, because that's, unfortunately, that's my curse. No, I 100%, I, I do love this show. Um, it's a, it's absolutely a, an 11 for me. I recommend it to everybody, just like I recommend Invincible to everybody. Um, I got to check that out. Just like Lindsay recommends every show that's ever been streamed ever to me. Primarily Westworld. Primarily Westworld, The Umbrella Academy, Pretty Little Liars, Better Call Saul. I'm not asking you to watch Outlander. Outlander. I'm not asking you necessarily to watch Outlander. Bullshit. I can go back to like five episodes ago. <laughs> I would like for you to see Outlander. I know. But, you know. But, and... No, most pri- pr- primarily Westworld. Of the, of the shows that you just listed, the one that I really think that you should watch is Westworld and also The Umbrella Academy. But but season three of that was so 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 that I'm kind of like whatever. Just yeah. well, that's what everybody's been saying. So, Lindsay, take us out of here. Tell what's coming up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, stick with us later this week for Thor: Love and Thunder. So we're gonna have uh, two episodes out this week, and then we'll be back to the timeline. Pretty much after that. I forgot that's what we do here. <laughs> that is what we do here. But we did. It has been um, a longish feeling six weeks that we've been mm. reviewing the boys. It's been seven fun. weeks. It's been fun. Actually, seven no, weeks? it's only been five because we got one through three. Six. It's been six. Yeah, six. Anyway, <laughs> stick with us. We'll be back drunk during the day again next week for later this week for Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, but make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on social media. 
The links for our sites and social media are in the episode description. And if you want to support the podcast, check us out on Patreon and take a look at the website for all the timeline goodies, past, present, and future. And we'll see you in a few days. And until then, stay nerdy.